This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. So first up this hour, the University of Malaysia Sabah students are continuing to struggle with water supply issues despite a recent government allocation of 5 million ringgit. Now, to be clear, 3 million ringgit, which was announced by the PM, and then a, an additional 2 million ringgit that was recently announced by the Higher Education Ministry. Worth talking about the space between those allocations, mm. actually, because uh, the Prime Minister, Dr. Sri Anwar Ibrahim, had actually visited the university University last year, I think in May, and approved an allocation of three million ringgit. And because there had okay, and then recently, a year almost a year on, he has requested a report concerning the water shortage and the allocation. And this is because essentially it doesn't appear like much has changed. Um, now, just a few days ago, Higher Education Minister Datuk Sri Zamri Abdul Kadeh was greeted by student protesters who reportedly said or sang, actually, we haven't bathed during his visit to raise awareness of their situation. And I think that raised the question, firstly, of, okay, so this is um, a problem about a year in the making. There was an allocation of money. Where did that money go to? Why, why hasn't the problem been addressed at least a little bit? So that's one thing. Uh, subsequent to that, he has now announced an additional allocation of 2 million ringgit, which will be used to install water pumps and fund the search for alternative water sources. And this story, I think, has a lot, of, a lot going for it, right? Because on the one hand, there's the question of where's the money going in general, right? Um, Pursuant to that, there's the point about, well, okay, on top of this issue, how is that being communicated? Are we getting enough information about where exactly the money goes, even as we're talking about it? And then there's also the larger problem of water in Sabah and, and infrastructure. So you said this goes back a while. It does. So news of this first started circulating actually sometime early last year. Um, and it was reported that UMS was facing water shortage on campus because of water rationing and that this is expected to go on till 2024. Um, so it was actually in May last year that the PM... Um, announced this 3 million ringgit allocation. Now, since then, of course, it does feel like the issue hasn't been resolved. I mean, if we're having students talking about not being able to bathe, then that's a clear problem. Um, and it's also been reported that the um, that Sabah's Deputy Chief Minister and the Works Minister as well, Dato Shahelmi Yahya, has clarified that this allocation of 3 million ringgit didn't go to the state, but it actually went to the university directly, mm. and that the allocation was supposed to fund the university's ongoing construction of uh, wells, a pipeline, and a water treatment system within the university campus. So... That, I suppose, leads us back to today and for this request uh, for a report by the PM um, on what actually happened to that money and why it's taking so long to resolve this problem. So I don't think we're going to get any easy answers in our show today, but it was important to, I mean, as long as we're talking about issues of public spending or at least of government allocations and whether or not they're actually solving the problems that they're supposed to solve, this is an important conversation to have. Yes, so we will be speaking after this with Arif Adiput Anwar, who's a research associate from the Institute for Development Studies, Sabah. Uh, but in the meantime, we want to hear from you. How can we ensure better transparency when money has been allocated to solve a problem? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio.
Behold Freedom, Malaysia, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.13, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we're talking about water shortage issues at the uh, University of Malaysia, Sabah, uh, that stretches back really to last year, February. Since then, um, 3 million ringgit and then most recently 2 million ringgit have been allocated to solve the issue. Um, But the PM has asked for a report on what's happening with that money. So uh, we will be speaking shortly with a guest to help us understand what's going on. Uh, We want to hear from you as well. How can we ensure better transparency when government money has been allocated to solve a problem? You can call 777-332-900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line is Arif Adiputra Anwar, a research associate from the Institute for Development Studies, Sabah. Arif, good to have you with us. Yes, thank you for having me. So firstly, what can you tell us about the situation on the ground at UMS? I mean, what are you hearing from staff or students about this issue? I believe the meeting between Dr. Sri Zamri Abdul Qadir and UMS students was telling enough over the outrage that UMS students are experiencing not having access to essential utilities such as water. However, what is not- what I notice is that there is a bit of ambiguity and tension uh, throughout all of this, whereby I see a few commentators and people on the ground uh, seeming to have only pieces of what is exactly transpiring. But that ties with the funding that was brought forward to alleviate this issue. Uh, this is also exacerbated by the virality of uh, revelations when uh, just in November, UMS just came out of another scandal whereby they found uh, maggots in a water tank. However, this is apparently just an isolated case with just one tank, but it ran through the whole gamut of social media and became a major talking point that questioned really the integrity of the institution and for some reason the integrity of the state government's ability to manage the basic necessities. Um, but with all uh, these viral news, there is our, like, like any piece of viral news, there are a bit of underlying details that are left unsaid, which does have important consequences on understanding the wider narrative of what exactly is going on. So what's being said right now, I think there's only just a piece of uh, what is actually happening behind the scenes, which I feel is an entire iceberg of its own. So you're a graduate of UMS yourself. Um, Is this a long-standing issue? Um, I can't exactly say because I was a postgraduate in UMS, which only lasted a year. And I didn't really stay on campus, so I don't exactly have a full understanding of how uh, deep these issues ran. My experience was only surface level, and I can say I was mostly satisfied with the facilities provided, but that's mostly anecdotal. However, my cohorts and friends who did stay on campus have always raised concerns of uh, not just water issues, but other amenities uh, and living conditions. What can be said is that it leaves much to be desired, especially when it comes to quality of life and student housing on uh, campus. And this extends to water, housing conditions and uh, other aspects of quality of life. Uh, These are things I've heard stories of uh, when I was a student there. And these are stories that I still continue to hear uh, even now. So I think this is a whole, uh, I would say it's a developmental issue on how uh, UMS uh, facilities, uh, I think, is starting to show a bit of its age. And how does this tie to the larger infrastructure issues and challenges that Sabah faces, uh, as well as this perception that that Sabah is generally overlooked by the federal government in terms of its needs? Uh, Firstly, this, uh, I guess, this would be an adjacent issue because this uh, UMS issue uh, is an issue between uh, the the PM's directive and uh, the university itself, whereas the wider water issue of Sabah uh, is between a government-to-government basis, which is the federal government and the state government. 
So the federal government did provide a 320 million allocation in the federal budget uh, for 2024. Uh, we still need to identify the common themes that has ran rampant when it comes to development of Sabah, uh, which are channels of distribution. Uh, in last August, during a state legislative assembly session, the allocation that was to be brought forward uh, was brought forward in the form of a soft loan, meaning to say that the state government would still have to front uh, a bit of the financial burden, a responsibility that the state government has always paid off with good standing, especially since that the allocation is given in stages according to projects. But there was, I think it was about uh, six programs over 20 projects. Um, I don't really know the status on these projects. However, I had mixed news saying that uh, some has went through and some haven't went through due to some kind of bureaucratic, um, how would you say, uh, bureaucratic, uh, you know, behind the scenes uh, bureaucracy. Um, mean to say there's still federal oversight in these projects, such as the Delibong 2 water treatment plant, which was meant to be the main resolution to UMS's water woes and the wider district as a whole. So this began in December, and according to State Minister of Works and of Sabah, Dr. Xiaomi, it's expected to be completed in uh, late January. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is here is that uh, the nature of how these allocations are distributed is not exactly a large sum. It's always done, it's usually traditionally done in the manner of a soft loan. So it's not exactly that the state government gives us, give the uh, federal government gives the state government the necessary money. It's uh, packed, packaged and brought forward on a case-by-case basis. So let's talk a little bit about the money because last year the Prime Minister allocated 3 million ringgit to UMS to resolve the issue. I th- I, you know, simply put, what do we know about where that's gone? What have been the challenges faced in uh, by the university in implementing this allocation? I think a challenge that's going to be faced now is the social media gauntlet that I've mentioned. Um, the Prime Minister's statement, although was trying to, was not directly uh, pointing at uh, any, any any particular agency, uh, it was met with a great amount of outcry from the public and basing the state government. Uh, however, this needs to be debunked here first before uh, we can actually look at it as a uh, Prime Minister's directive to universe, institution uh, context, not a G2G basis, uh, that the arrangement of 3 million to the university is one that is between uh, the PM and the university. Uh, this gives the Prime Minister complete oversight on where this 3 million is headed and how it is distributed. However, the standard method, uh, like I mentioned before, will be through uh, agencies such as the Implementation and Coordination Unit, which is in the Prime Minister's department, or it would be passed through the Finance Ministry, which does leave it vulnerable to delays due to bureaucratic red tape. Uh, regardless, this is a matter between the PM's authority and the university, and it needs to be said as the university and education itself is under the purview of the federal list and not a state responsibility. Uh, but given the running theme of packaging allocations that the federal machine, so to say, has sought to maintain, it is quite ironic that this development would slip under the prime minister's radar until it caught public attention with uh, uh, Dr. Sri Zamri's uh, announcement of the 2 million uh, assistance. Now, according to the Sabah Water Department, the, um, the the part of the reason for the water shortage includes water theft through illegal connections as well as vandalism to the pipe networks. How can the government help tackle these issues? Firstly, the government has to set up the proper infrastructure so that to, because to discourage or to ensure that none of this actually happens, because most of these uh, situations do happen uh, because the uh, water supply is very inconsistent. Uh, some days you would have um, no water at all. Sometimes the pressure is very low. So this would lead to some people to, how do you say, uh, tap into the main 
and this would result in uh, more supply, more of the water supply being used, uh, but somehow the water bills uh, still maintain at a very moderate level. So firstly, the it's, the infrastructure has to be set up where it doesn't have to be that uh, individuals would have to resort to these kinds of uh, situations as you still have a consistent water infrastructure. Uh, that has to be settled first. Then you can think about how to uh, do the enforcement part. But I think this really does come to an issue of uh, desperate, out of desperation uh, because it's not an issue that uh, is isolated to, let's say, UMS or the immediate areas such as Kingfisher or Spanga. Uh, this is an issue that even happens in urban areas such as Kota Kinabalu or even Sandakan or Tawau. And you can find it almost uh, prevalent in any um, district or sub-district throughout Sambah. So UMS itself has yet to make a statement, but the student council reps have asked, asked for better transparency on how the allocation is being used and the progress of the whole thing. What needs to be improved in terms of transparency between the university and its students when it comes to resolving this? Firstly, it's the autonomy of the student council itself. Uh, when we think of like student council, student unions, or any kind of uh, representative body for uh, the student body itself, uh, we usually think of it as, let's say, in the Western context, which is they have uh, student unions which are able to articulate themselves um, to articulate the aspirations of the students to ensure a quality uh, situ uh, quality of life with uh, with their studies. Uh, we don't. It's not exactly an issue that's uh, exclusive to UMS. It's an issue I believe to be um, would be uh, how do you say encapsulated by most of the tertiary education system in Malaysia, uh, whereby the student body representatives do not have that bargaining power. Neither do they have the how do you say it, legitimacy or, or to actually bring this forward to the administration. So if this wants to be alleviated or the idea of empowering the student body, uh, then that I believe that we have to go in a way where it's uh, this to decentralize uh, some form of decision making as well. Uh, this running free running team as well, which is decentralization, is to make sure that uh, the people that are receiving the services uh, are able to have a say in what kind of services they are receiving. Now, after that meeting with students, as you mentioned, the higher education minister, Atto Sri Zamri, has allocated this additional two million ringgit and it's meant to be for a short-term solution to the problem. What would you like to see done here? I believe it could be channeled in the same way that the intention of the three million uh, is useful, which is that it was meant to set up the uh, well pump system and gravity wells uh, within UMS, which is to act as a stopgap measure or a short-term resolution to ensure that water supply is consistent uh, for, throughout the university. Uh, like I said, this is just a short-term uh, solution. Uh, Three million to or two million uh, is not exactly uh, enough. Uh, within the time frame of, let's say, five years to alleviate. It can only be something that can uh, alleviate some kind of water woes within the next uh, two years until something more substantial in terms of infrastructure is able to provide a consistent water supply uh, to the campus. Uh, regardless, uh, what else needs to be done here is because since this is a directive by the minister himself and not the prime minister, uh, it's important to see how does this exactly coordinate or how does this synergize with the previous uh, statements of the 3 million that was given, uh, that was announced by the Prime Minister last year? Will this be uh, in tandem uh, with the, what the Prime Minister's directive or will this be uh, something else? Because at the end of the day, it's supposed to be channeled to the same kinds of projects uh, within UMS. Arif, in closing, any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? 
I believe there's no point in allocating funds when the ecosystem of distribution and communication is not properly established. And this has always been the Achilles heel when it comes to federal assistance to, to the Sabah state or the Sabah state government itself. Um, it's always been in a case where uh, the Sabah state would ask for X amount, but how it is distributed uh, is never really in a way that can actually materialize in proper development or tangible development in Sabah. Uh, other than that, uh, when it comes to what issues, I don't think that this is going to be just uh, a one-off case. There's other cases that are happening throughout the state, which does not get covered as much. Uh, so if this can act as, a, let's say, a litmus test also for the unity government in working with the GRS government and seeing how they can actually um, tackle infrastructural uh, development uh, together because it's not just a one-man show or a one-government kind of show. It's a government-to-government -government basis. And this needs to be understood that the state government uh, acts is, uh, has its own jurisdictions. The federal government also has its own responsibilities and how they harmonize these certain responsibilities that doesn't impede on each other's uh, toes uh, is what's really important here. It doesn't, uh, the money, uh, of course, is important. The funds are important, but how it is distributed has always been the key and has always been uh, the, how do you say, the underpinning uh, resolution that we hope to see uh, in the near future. Arif, thanks for speaking with us today. That was Arif Adiputra Anwar, Research Associate from the Institute for Development Studies, Sabah, speaking to us about the water shortage uh, being faced by students at University of Malaysia, Sabah, as well as um, a report that the PM has requested for the 3 million ringgit that he had allocated to resolve these issues. Uh, there has also been an additional 2 million ringgit now allocated as well. So we want to hear from you. How can we ensure better transparency when money has been allocated to solve a problem? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. BFM 89.9. Nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.